Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Houston North. The Kadesh Family Church, Houston North, is part of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. God is ready to bring you his word. Amen. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word, which is the truth. Sanctify us by the truth with the truth of your word. Wash us with your word. Remove every infirmity from our hearts. Cleanse us. Make us whole by the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for what we have given. Bless everyone who has given and bless our lives. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Last week, we began to look at the art of following. Amen. The art of following. Jesus said, follow me. Jesus said, follow me. If Jesus were here today, what would he say to us? What he would say to us is exactly what he said to the disciples. If you want to know what Jesus would say to you if he was here with us today, just look at what he's already said. Jesus said, what I say to one, I say to all. Because we don't have the benefit of being around when Jesus was around, if we ever ask ourselves, what would Jesus have said, just ask yourself, what has he already said? <laughs> so if Jesus was to be calling you Solomon, he would say, Solomon, follow me. So the call of God is a call to follow Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Follow me. Follow me. Hallelujah. Amen. The word disciple means follower. A follower. All right? So the reason why we call the 12 the disciples and any, anyone else who follows Jesus a disciple is because um, disciple means follower. It also means a student. All right? So someone who is learning from someone who's understanding someone. Amen. And we found some very useful definitions of following. The first and important one I would say is copying. Amen. Amen. To copy. To copy. To do as you see somebody doing. All right. There's no need to, you know, in the world or, yeah, we, we hear this phrase commonly. Um, there's no need to reinvent the wheel, isn't it? There's no need to reinvent the wheel. If something has already been done, why do you want to go and figure it out all over again? It's already been found out that wheels are best when they are round and not when they are square. <laughs> so don't go through that whole process again. Somebody has already figured it out. So pick it up from that point and take it further. Amen. Yeah. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 and verse 9. What does it say? It says that there's no new thing under the sun. It says, the thing that has been, it is that which shall be. The thing that hath been, it is that which shall be. And that which is done, is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. Give me another version. Let me see how it puts it. Maybe the NIV. What does the NIV say? 
all right? What has been done will be again. What has been done will be done again. There's nothing new under the sun, verse 10. Is there anything of which one can say, look, this is something new? It was here already, long ago. It was here before our time. <laughs> so a lot of things have been done already, and it's already up to you to just find out what has been done, and then to save you a lot of time, and to save you a lot of energy, and to save you a lot of effort. Because what we have been looking at is following causes you to go forward very, very quickly. Amen. So Jesus called his disciples. He said, follow me. All right? So in following Jesus, it meant we saw last week that they had to be in close proximity, isn't it? They could not let Jesus out of sight. So from day one to the very end, Jesus just expected that they'd be nearby, they'd be close by. All right? Acts chapter 1 and verse 1. So in being with Jesus, what were the disciples learning? It says, in my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all the things that Jesus began to do and to teach. Amen. Some versions say, began both to do and to teach. So Jesus didn't just teach things, but he also did things. All right, so as he did the things that he did, the disciples could observe and they could learn from him, all right? So it says all the things that Jesus began to do. The Bible does not just talk about his teachings. It also talks about his actions, his deeds, from which we can learn. Because there are some things that are not taught. Some people teach things, or you can learn from people, not only by listening to what they say, but by also observing what they do, isn't it? And the way they do things. You can observe people's approach to, for instance, solving problems. And then you can learn. So Jesus began to do things in addition to teaching things. Mark chapter 4 and verse 19. The Bible says that Jesus called his disciples so that they could be with him. All right? Um, was it not Mark 4 19? Hold on. Mark 3.14, Mark 3.14, all right? Mark 3.14 says, he appointed 12 that they might be with him. Hallelujah. With him. Jesus wanted them to just be with him, to fellowship with him. So the art of following means the art of copying, all right? To copy. That's why um, about monkeys, we say monkey see, monkey do, isn't it? Monkeys, I, I don't know what, that's, I don't know, in fact, when I was just coming, I saw a big, huge billboard, and it said, in the beginning, God created. But what I found interesting about that billboard was in the corner, they had a drawing of, I guess, people's perception of evolution. You had a creature, another creature, and then humans, all right? So we are believed to evolve from monkeys. And I think one of the reasons why is because monkeys are able to, not that they have many similarities to human beings, but they have the ability to copy, to do what they see being done, all right? I mean, I've seen monkeys that smoke. Have you seen monkeys that smoke? <laughs> have you seen a dog that smokes, Vera? Dogs cannot smoke. My monkeys can smoke. I've seen monkeys that put on clothes. Have you seen a cat that puts on clothes? Vera. 
I mean, you can dress cats up. I don't know whether a cat on its own. And monkeys do so many things. So monkeys, monkey see, monkey do. The reason why they have, see, it's, it's, it's because of their copying that we are in many, we are many times um, associated with monkeys. But it's not that we evolve from monkeys. So people get confused. And they say, oh, because the monkey can do things humans do, maybe we evolve from monkeys. We did not evolve from monkeys. Because if we evolve from monkeys, we should still see creatures around that are halfway between monkey and human, isn't it? Yeah, because why is it that the monkeys that are around have stopped evolving? Prince, do you understand what I'm saying? If we evolve from monkeys, if we were monkeys and then we became something in between monkey and human, and then we should start, we, the monkeys that are left should still be evolving, isn't it? Why did they stop evolving? And stay monkeys and then we stayed human beings. What, what do you say? <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, so the art of copying, the art of emulating someone. To emulate means to want to be like and also even to surpass, all right? The imitating, imitating, all right? Imitating. We, we say certain countries are good at imitating, at copying, all right? Trying to be like someone. You want to be like. You know, one day I saw, I heard Bishop Dagiel uh, say something very interesting. He said, point to anything that you see in my church or in my ministry, and I will show you where I copied it from. He said, point to anything that you see that you like, that you are so fascinated with, that you even think is something new. I'm actually going to show you exactly where I copied it from. <laughs> so he said one of the things that happens, whether consciously or unconsciously, is as you go from place to place, and you see things, you see people, you see ministries that you admire, the first thing that occurs to you is I'm going to copy this thing. That is working, that I like, all right? But a lot of times we say we want to be original. We don't, we, don't wanna, we don't want it to be said that we got this from here or we got this from there. We want, we want all our ideas to be original ideas. But Bishop said, point to anything that you see. I'm going to show you where I copied it from. Because everything you see, I copied from somewhere. <laughs> all right? So trying to be like someone uh, reproducing... Cloning, becoming a double, becoming a twin, catching up. To follow means to catch up. Amen. You know, there is something I am trying to learn, a new thing I'm trying to learn. So I'm, I'm, I'm learning it, all right? And what I've been asking myself is what is the best way to learn this thing? Because I'm clueless about it. And I found out that probably the best way to learn is to learn from someone who has already figured it out, all right? Because it's a very difficult subject, the way I see it, because I don't know anything about it. <laughs> but I heard someone who said he was at the stage that I, I am some time ago, and then it took him around four years to get to the next stage. But I realized that in listening to him for a week, I might, I might be able to jump over the four years, because he's made all the mistakes. You see, he's got over all the hurdles. He's figured all the things out. So what I need to, even if it means paying money, I'll pay a little bit of money so that I can skip four years. How many want to skip four years? <laughs> yeah, if it took him four years to make all the mistakes and to fall and to repeat, I would just go to him and say, look, let's, let's cut through all of that and just bring me to the point where you are. Of course, I might not be able to do it in one week, 
but probably in a much faster time than he did, isn't it? Because I'm ready and I'm willing to copy him. Hallelujah. All right. So when you do that, you can catch up very quickly. You can search for it. So we saw uh, those who have successfully practiced copying children can learn very um, complex things, all right, through copying, emulating, all right? Um, and they can do it over a very short period of time, and they can also do it by not even going to school. <laughs> they just watch, they just copy, they just repeat, and before you know it, they are doing what you're doing. We, we looked at nations that have been rich for centuries, also use the other following. Some countries have said, we're not going to be left behind. What we see our neighbor country do, we're going to do. So that's why in certain regions of the world, you find that there are many similarities. It's very hard to tell when you have crossed over the border because the countries look very much alike. They're very, very, very similar, all right? But I know some parts of the world where, again, they're also similar. <laughs> but they are different from other parts of the world, all right? And then you have countries that have recently become rich, all right? Um, especially a lot of countries in Asia, they have recently become rich, you know. You know, with, with all the problems that we're having in China, people do not realize how much it can affect the global economic order. <laughs> because like I was saying, just about everything is made in China. You might not know it. But we have said we don't want any planes coming from China. You know, no planes coming from China means no shipments from China. We have said the only people coming back to the United States are U.S. citizens or people related to U.S. citizens. And even when you come, they have to quarantine you for two weeks. I, I just heard, was it yesterday, they released the first batch of people who have been quarantined for um, two weeks and who are being found not to have the virus, all right? But, um, yeah, but what I'm, the reason why we have such a heavy reliance on them is they copied, and even in some respects, they've overtaken. You've heard um, a lot being said about the U.S. losing a lot of manufacturing. Yes, the U.S. has lost a, money, a lot of manufacturing because it's gone elsewhere. <laughs> some people are ready to manufacture, to make things, all right, with their hands, so... Everything, just about everything is made there. So they have copied and they have even surpassed, all right? And then Jesus, the Son of God, used the art of following with his disciples. Hallelujah. He said, follow me. All right, so today, very quickly, we're going to look at a few principles of following. Hallelujah. A few principles of following. You can become successful. You can be successful in the art of following by choosing to follow God himself. Amen. Amen. So God can be followed. The God that you serve, the God who is your father, you can follow him. All right? So you can be successful in following by following God himself, by choosing to follow God himself. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 to 2. It says, what does it say? Let's read it together. Ephesians 5. King James, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. Be ye therefore followers of who? Be ye therefore followers of God. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. 
So the first person we want to follow is God himself. The Bible says, be followers of God as dear children, verse 2. And walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling salver. Amen. So what does it mean to follow God? Following God means two things, which we find in this verse. Following God means to walk in love. Amen. Because God is love. All right? God is love. So to follow God means to do what God did and to become like him. So successfully following God is done by walking in love. And also, number two, it's by sacrificing. Amen. It says, walk in love as Christ also had loved us and given himself for us as an offering and a sacrifice. So we love like God loved, but we also are ready and willing to sacrifice. Amen. That's what Jesus did. So if we want to be followers of God, we have to do these two things. Amen. All right. So Christians, what should be paramount on our minds is we want to love like God has loved us. Amen. So all the descriptions we can give to God's love for us are the descriptions that we should be able to give to our own love. All right. What comes to mind when you think about the love of God? I think about the fact that God's love is unconditional. All right? It's unconditional. God loves us regardless. God loves us anyway. God starts out by loving us. All right? It takes us time to decide to love. All right? It takes us time to decide to love. It's not every lady you've gone up to and said, I love you, isn't it? Because you've had to give it some thought first. God does not have to give it thought, some thought. God does not have to say, is she pretty enough to be deserving of my love? Or God does not say, is he handsome enough to be deserving of my love? God just loves. So maybe the person who you can, the person who you can say has blind love is God. Sometimes we say love is blind, isn't it? <laughs> but God is the one who, if we want to say love is blind, because he, he, he loves without seeing, if you want, all right? The Bible says, while we're yet, yet sinners, even when we were our baddest <laughs> or our worst, in our worst state, that's when God decided to love. He didn't wait for us to fix everything. He said, I'm going to love you just as love you just as you are. Amen. All right. There's a lady who sang a song. She actually described God's love as stubborn. Said, it's your stubborn love that never lets go of me. Prince, you know that song? I don't expect you to know it. <laughs> Says your stubborn love that never lets go of me. I don't understand how you can stay. All right? Stubborn love. It's like if you are, it's like a man and a lady at home together. And let's say the man is very, very mean to the lady. How many of you will agree with me that that's reason enough for the lady to decide on walking away? That's the that's reason why people walk away. Yeah, you, you, I'm, I'm out. I'm out of here. Irreconcilable differences is <laughs> the reason that's always given. Differences that we cannot reconcile. We couldn't um, get to the bottom of our issues, all right? But God's love is described as stubborn. That means be, be as mean as you want. I am not going anywhere. Everybody say, wow. wow. All right. 
So the first thing is follow God himself. Number two principle is you can be successful by copying a man of God who is following Christ. Amen. A man of God who is following Christ. So who should you follow? Because God, we cannot see, all right? But who can you see and who can you follow that you see? First Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 1. Be ye followers of me. Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. Amen. So Paul was instructing the church to follow, the Corinthian church to follow him, but he warned them to follow him only as long as he followed Jesus. Amen. Sometimes people are a little confused. They say, why do you follow this man? Why do you follow a person? Why do you follow a human being? Is it biblical? Is it right? Why are you following someone? All right? But if you see someone is following Jesus, then yes, you can follow that person. So that's what Paul was saying. Follow me. And I want to say we should all be able to say to everyone, follow me. So Gina, can you say to all your friends, follow me? Or will you say, follow me, but when I get to this door and I close it, stay, wait behind. When I finish what I'm doing, I'll come back and then you can continue following me. Hmm? Or are you going to say you can follow me everywhere? Come, G. Can we follow you everywhere? Even tonight? <laughs> will, you, will you run very quickly at a point and lose me? <laughs> so it, it's, not, it's not only Paul who should be saying, follow me. Every, every Christian should be saying, follow me, because you are following Jesus Christ. Amen. So another way... Paul could have put this is, the day I start following Jesus, start following me. All right, but as long as I am following Jesus, please, it's safe to follow me. Amen. Amen. Yeah, because there's another song, you're the only Jesus that men will ever see. For some people, you are the only representation of Jesus that they have. They've heard of Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. But who or what is, or what is Jesus like? Perhaps someone can know what Jesus is like by looking at you. Perhaps, I don't know. <laughs> That's what the Bible says, let your light so shine before men that they'll see your good works and give glory to your Father which is in heaven. Amen. Amen. So when, will people see your good works and be able to give um, God the glory? So you can be successful in following by copying a man of God or any Christian for that matter who is following Jesus. Amen. Some people do not follow Jesus and they follow other things. They follow examples of other things, and therefore they are not very good examples for us to follow. Amen. There are some people, even pastors, who are following successful businessmen. They are following millionaires. They are following politicians. They are not necessarily a good example for you to follow, all right? The person you should be following are the people who are following Jesus. Amen. All right. The next one, Philippians chapter 3, verse 17. You can be successful in following a man of God by following someone who has followed the person who you really want to follow. <laughs> you can follow someone who has followed the person who you really want to follow. Philippians 3.17, a New Living Translation, what does it say? 
New Living Translation. Dear brothers and sisters, pardon your lives after mine and learn from those who follow our example. Amen. Amen. Learn from those who follow our example. So in, in the um, point before this, Paul was saying, follow me directly. But then sometimes you'd have to follow other people who are following other certain people. Because Paul said, you can learn from those who follow our example. So not even necessarily directly following us, but you can follow people who follow us. Amen. Now, what's the meaning of this? The meaning of this is the, the meaning of this is sometimes you might not be able to follow people directly because you do not have physical access to the people. You understand? You do not have physical access to the person. All right. Why don't you have physical access to the person? It could be, be it could be because you live in different places. It could also be because the person is not around anymore. The person is dead and gone. Let me just read an example here. Bishop uses the example of a great uh, woman of God called Catherine Coleman. And she did great and she did spectacular miracles. If you've ever read any of her books. And she, she was someone who I heard did not. You, you know, we, we are accustomed these days to um, what we call televangelists. We hear, that, we hear that term a lot. You know, a lot of things are put on. TV. You know, the, the truth of the matter is that the reason why somebody like maybe Oral Roberts became um, famous is because he, he lets a lot of what he did uh, be recorded. He let what he did be recorded. The same happened with Billy Graham. He let a lot of what he did be recorded. But there are a lot of people who did not let what they uh, did be rec uh, recorded. So they did maybe equally great, powerful, significant things, but you won't know about it because it was not recorded. If you look at somebody like Andre Crouch, the reason why Andre Crouch, I believe, sword is he's someone who believed in recording. <laughs> Anytime he came out with a song, he said, let's record, let's record, let's record. If you, um, I was watching his funeral when he passed away. That's what a lot of people said. Anytime he hears you sing a song, let's record this song. <laughs> the first thing that occurs to him when he hears a song is, let's record, let's record. So I remember... Even when I was a, a small boy at home growing up, my dad used to play on the crash at home on an open reel tape, all right? Eight millimeter tape. Do you know eight millimeter tape? <laughs> you put one on this side, one on that side, and you strap it and it starts playing, all right? <laughs> Andre Crouch, I won't tell you what year it is, but many years ago. Right. <laughs> In the early 70s, <laughs> I was listening to Andre Crouch because my dad had his recordings. So what I'm saying is people who record it has an effect of, uh, has the effect of getting, making them known. What I'm saying is, Catherine Kuman is someone who I'm told. I mean, she was just doing what she was doing, but she didn't really allow cameras into her services till later. Anyway, let me just read what Bishop says here. He says, um, years ago, I wanted to be in the miracle ministry. I knew that I would have to follow someone who was already in the miracle ministry. I decided to follow Catherine Coleman because she had the greatest miracle ministry I had ever heard of. When you read her books, you find out that, like Oral Roberts, when he would um, pray for the sick, they would form a long prayer line, and he'd sit in a chair, and they would come one by one, he would lay hands on them, they'd be healed, lay hands on them. Now, Catherine Kuman, just like I'm preaching, she would just start preaching, people would start getting healed in the service. Without her knowing, I mean, without her saying, let's start praying, or let's start singing, people would just start getting healed. 
because they were in her service. That's, that's all that had to happen. You just had to show up in her service, and then you'd be healed. Another thing about Catherine Kuma's ministry is they, they had um, medical verification of the miracles that were happening. Like, yeah, doctors would actually be able to ascertain that, yes, this person was truly healed of this, of this, of this, or of that. So Bishop said, wow, I wanted to follow her. Um, as a medical doctor, I was highly impressed with the kind of miracles that she had, but I had one problem. Do you know that problem? I could not find her on the earth because she was dead. <laughs> I was at a loss, and I did not know how I could follow a dead person. How could I give a dead person an offering? How could I speak to a dead person? Was I going to call up her spirit from the dead? Suddenly, the Holy Spirit told me, follow Benny Hinn. If you really want to follow Catherine Coleman, a bright light has shone on my path, and instantly I knew what I had to do. I began a long journey to follow Benny Hinn and to learn all I could about ministering, healing, and miracles. This is the principle that Paul was sharing with the Philippians. You can follow me by following those who have followed my example. Amen. Amen. So Bishop was able to follow Catherine Kuman by following someone who had followed Catherine Kuman. In actual fact, I don't know all the details, but Benny Hinn himself, I don't know whether he ever got to meet Catherine Kuman. Yeah, he, he was at um, her services, but he never actually got to meet her, as in, hey, I'm Benny Hinn, you're Catherine Kuman. Let's... Let's hang out or something. <laughs> it never happened that way. I mean, he was a young lad. lad he, he was in Canada. And he used to drive all the way to, is it Pittsburgh? Or wherever. He used to drive in a bus, whatever. He just, he, he, they heard about this great lady. And that's how it was. And I think it was when he died that he was asked to speak at her funeral. But he never actually got to meet her as in, hey, I'm Benny Hinn. I'm the next great evangelist in town. You want a handshake? I mean, that, <laughs> that never happened, all right? So sometimes you want to follow, I mean, so in, in, in other words, you can follow people who are also followers of other good examples, amen. You see that they are following good examples, hallelujah. Amen. You can be a follower of a group, number four, a group of people who are walking in the grace of the Lord, amen. First um, Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 6, all right, we are looking at principles of um, following, all right, how to, be ex how to be successful, all right. So you can be a follower of a group of people who are walking in the grace of the Lord. First Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 6. And ye become followers of us, become followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So instead of following one person, you can follow a group of people who walk in a particular way. All right? You can decide to follow a particular church or ministry. There's nothing wrong with following a church or a ministry. There's nothing wrong with being interested in a church or ministry. Nothing wrong with being excited in a church or ministry. No, um, uh, when, you, when you read the Bible... References to Christians oftentimes are made by references to churches. So what, what I'm saying is, for instance, in the book of Acts, they'll say, and to the church that meets in maybe this person's home. Or if you read the book of Revelations, it'll say, a letter to the church in Laodicea. So the, the believers, the Christians were identified as groups of people who met in church. You get it? 
Some people say, say I'm a Christian. I, I, I don't need to be part of. I'm, only, I'm already part of God's family here on earth. I'm, I'm part of the worldwide family of God. It's church. You know, there's no church. As in church um, is a human institution. That's what people like to say. <laughs> but... Paul said, become followers of us. You can become followers of a group of Christians that are doing well. Amen. Become followers of us. All right? And then you can also be successful by becoming a follower of a particular church as well. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 14. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 14. For ye, brethren, became followers of the churches of God. Amen. You can become a follower of a church. A follower of a church. There's nothing wrong with it. (laughs) People say, I don't believe in organized religion. I believe that the church is in my heart. I believe that I can have church anywhere. That's the reason why I don't go to church. I'll stay at home on Sunday and I worship God for myself. See, that's how people talk. (laughs) You don't need to go to church to be a Christian. It is true. You don't need to go to church to be a Christian. But if you're a Christian, you'll go to church. All right? It says, became, for ye, brethren, became followers of the churches of God, which in Judea are in Christ. For ye also have suffered the th- um, like things of our, your own countrymen, even as they have of the Jews. Amen. Amen. So you can become a follower of a church, of a particular church. You can study and learn from the history of churches. Amen. Yeah. You can follow a church by studying its leaders, its history, its doctrines, its victories, its crises, its errors, and so on. All right? Um, You have to study a church's history. The other day I was reading some church history, and I found out that no matter what we say about different churches, there's one church in particular which if it had not been around, the church probably would not exist today. Do you know what that church is? Yeah, I believe it's the Catholic Church. <laughs> because there was a time when, I don't know whether to say Christianity. Yeah, you can say Christianity virtually died off the faith. Because Christianity, the early church was really, really persecuted. I mean, the church and Christians were almost killed off. You know, but what has stood throughout time is the Catholic Church. And they have just um, kept Christianity alive in whatever way. You know, so whatever has come and gone, they have been around. And we owe it to them, perhaps, to say that we thank God that there is still Christianity or some remnant of Christianity around, all right? So we can learn a lot about different churches, the way churches have um, changed over time, all right? Even the way Christianity got to certain parts of the world, like places like Africa, <laughs> where Christianity came from to get to certain parts of um, Africa. You know, no matter, again, what you say, people like to say things like they gave us the Bible and they took our gold and things like that. <laughs> or they gave us the Bible and they took what? I mean, it's very, very mean things and very naive things that people say, all right? But you have to learn from those who have gone ahead of us. Amen. 
You can become a follower of God, good things. First Peter chapter 3, verse 13, it says, um, And who is it that will harm you if ye be followers of that which is good? All right? So follow good things that the Holy Spirit touches your heart about. All right? If you see something good in someone's church, someone's ministry, um, if God is drawing attention to something, you can also follow that thing. Amen. You can be successful following a man of God by following the people they delegate and appoint. Amen. All right. First Corinthians 4, verse 16 to 17. For this reason, I have sent to you Timothy. So when somebody is sent to you, it is, if someone sends somebody to you, it is as just as though that person himself were there. Amen. So it's important to give that person the full respect that he gives to that person. So if PK shows up and says, Reverend Okoa sent me to you, you have to respect PK for that. For, for the little time he's in front of you, just picture him as Reverend Oko. What? Eh? <laughs> yeah, Rev. Rev said... <laughs> He has the authority of Rev, you understand? So give him full attention. Don't say he's not as tall, so. <laughs> eh? Just add a few inches to his height. <laughs> what do you say about there? It's not proportional. So for a few moments, just imagine that he's six foot tall, all right? And accord him all the respect that he needs. Amen. And finally, you can be successful by following a man of God, if you follow his faith and his patience, amen, which is what we'll be looking at in the next few weeks, following men of God by following their faith and patience. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12 says that you be not slothful. Slothful means don't be lazy, all right, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises, Amen. So when you want to follow somebody, what you're going to have to realize is many of the things that you see did not just happen. They happened over a period of time. They happened by that person have, um, having to exercise a lot of faith. That means believing when there was nothing there to believe in. No, but they kept at it, all right? The Bible says they, by following their faith, the things that they believed in, and therefore the things that they pursued and they went after, and also... Their patience, amen. You need to be patient in order to get a lot of what God has for you, amen. Let us pray. Father, we want to thank you very much for your word to us today. We pray that, Lord, we will be true followers. We pray that, Father, we will be followers of God. May we be followers of you as your dear children. May we exemplify your love, Lord, and sacrifice for Jesus himself laid down his life for us all. Just talk to God in a moment and say, Father, may I be a good follower. Be followers of those who are following God. Say, may people also be able to follow me as I follow Jesus Christ. May I be followers of groups of people who have the grace of God. May I be a good follower of the church that God has brought me to and put me in. Say, Father, teach me how to follow and how to progress and how to catch up and how to make good advances and how to forge ahead 
Teach me, O Lord. Teach me, Lord, to follow. Father, we want to be good followers. Good followers, Lord. I want to be more like you, like Jesus. I want to be more like you, like Jesus. I want to be a vessel you work through. Let's stand to our feet. I, I want to be more like you. Like Jesus, I want to be more I want to be more like Jesus. Hope you have been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. 
contact us on our social media handles at QFC Houston North. Speak to me.